Salty Samard coming with it over the half-court line in front of a rambunctious crowd here at the Robert J. Surtees Athletic Center. Folks, he's dribbling with one hand, pumping the crowd up with the other. This is skill unlike I've ever seen before. He's at the top of the key now with it. He comes and he's giving him that yo-yo sauce as he cuts it on the inside. Absolute posterization as he slams it down on him. Folks, that was 90s big boy ball unlike I've seen in years. Number 93, Salty Samard, bringing him the sauce. Don't get mad at the ref, get mad at the rim, boy. That was nuts. This is the Lake Show, baby. What else do you want to know? Hello everyone, episode 15, this is Hopsy Baby Boy coming at you, the Lake Show. Salty, what's going on my man? Another day in paradise, baby. Absolutely, and do we have an episode in store for you today, folks? Let me tell you. Maybe want to sit down for this one. We're interviewing Mike DeGagne, Nipissing's president, the big man upstairs. And we had a real good time doing it. It was a good opportunity for us, and uh, we thank him very much. And all who got us in touch with him making that happen. So, yeah, Salty, looking forward to that. We'll obviously touch a little bit more on that in a a couple minutes. But, uh, yeah, a couple other uh, things we should address, too. We got ourselves a new Instagram page. You want to tell us a little bit about what's going on there, my man? Yeah, well, since we're getting fancy with our own little uh, Instagram page, I figured we use it and see if we can get uh, the people to, to kind of give us some ideas to talk about. So we had a lot of people come in and write down uh, some of the topics they want us to discuss or maybe even debate. Uh, but we picked out their four favorite ones. Uh, if we didn't pick out one of yours for this week, then we'll definitely use some of uh, some of them next week and stuff like that. There has a, there was a lot of good topics out there. But uh, here are the top four. So how we're going to do this is we're going to have two minutes for each topic, debate it or agree on it, whatever it is. And then um, at when the timer goes up, you'll probably hear a sound. And then once that's done, we'll move on go on to the next one the first topic best study spot in north bay twigs or library go go timer's on best study spot that's a tough one for me i don't know when i get out of the house i get uh i definitely am a little more focused than when i am at home i'll yeah. find any reason not to study so <laughs> that's a tough one i definitely uh i definitely used to study at twigs a lot my first couple years here and uh, i just kind of went away from it i don't know why for no reason but i like the library a lot i do wish the library had somewhere to get coffee and stuff though so that's why yeah. twigs is huge i think twigs is huge definitely for that because then you have to, have to go outside and stuff you know it'd be nice to have that little kiosk for timmy's but hey i mean Absolutely. The library's still unreal, but yeah, I'm more of a library guy, just more social going on there. Well, so. and then the entrepreneurship class, they were trying to do some study to see if it would be a benefit to getting some sort of a coffee shop in the library, and I think yeah. there definitely would be. I think it's kind of funny not to, like, it's a great library, don't get me wrong, but pretty new, and I, I think that they definitely missed out on the opportunity there putting one in. So I'm just saying this to pump up Diane Davis and the rest of her <laughs> class there, entrepreneurship, get them going, maybe get a little coffee shop going in there. And uh, yeah, just build jobs for students. No, I think it'd be a good opportunity. Twigs is obviously unreal. The new lo- new location, sorry, location location is unreal. You see it from here. I bet. Yeah, literally, we're at Salty's house. I could throw a baseball <laughs> at it from here. Um, literally, it's it's a really nice spot. The new one on McEwen has been packed. Like I, 
I've only gone yeah. into it one time because every time I go near it, it seems like the place is bursting at the steam. Seems, so yeah. seems like, I don't know, a lot of students obviously big fans of that and it, it being so close to the ghetto and the school. I don't know. That's up for debate. Depends I don't know. Your, yeah, it depends what you're looking for. It depends what you're looking for. Personally, I'm probably going to the library though because yeah. if I sit at Twigs, I will just continually keep stuff in my face with donuts <laughs> or yeah, whatever, you know. shaking from the eight coffee. Yeah, I'll just yeah. keep piling coffee into me like it's a joke. So yeah. that's probably why I stay away from Twigs a little more so in the library. But yeah. library, not a bad one. I'm a big fan of the library. It gets a little hot in there, you know, a little competitive, oh, you know, you're, you're, you're rubbing <laughs> yeah. shoulders there trying to get Oof. a seat. It's probably a pretty hot spot there today and you know, the next couple of weeks here till exams tie down. So honestly, probably both those spots are going to be pretty, uh, yeah. pretty, pretty rammed here. So good luck to everyone as we're going into, uh, oh, oh, there it is. That was There's good timing. Alarm. That was good timing. Good time, anyway. right. So yeah, Moving on. good luck with everything. And anyways, we're starting a new one here. Zion is, sorry. Is Zion the next LeBron James? You actually had a couple people write this one in, so people really want us to talk about Zion, Zion, whatever, however you want to pronounce his name. Uh, is Zion the next LeBron James? Go. Is Zion the next LeBron James? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to lie like I'm some guru of basketball here, <laughs> but uh, certainly hearing a lot of people say that he is without a doubt the most dominant basketball player within the last decade in college basketball. And, uh, you know, tough to say if he's going to be the LeBron James because obviously LeBron went right to the NBA from high school, so a little bit of a different jump yeah. and a little bit of a different path. So I just think it's funny to... Too. Like I don't know, I, I don't follow Zion on Twitter, but like you go, if you go look back at his Twitter, he has a pinned tweet at the top of his account from June twenty second, two thousand sixteen. It says, "I'm going to shock the world." Hashtag believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is cocky. That. Yeah. that is nasty. That's so awesome. I, I will say I don't know. I think he's definitely going to be you know a stud regardless. Yeah. The guy's two eighty five. He's eighteen. He's eighteen. He's not done growing. Too. He's not done. Like he, that guy's a man already. I'm just saying, like if eighteen year old me was going at eighteen year old Zion right now, he <laughs> might on the court or on the streets. Just absolute street fight. <laughs> I think he's going to rip me limb from limb, and I hate it irks me to admit this but he i think he would mop the floor with my face yeah i don't know we were saying this too like I'm, i don't know like salty you take zion back on the playground middle school playing a game of red <laughs> rover zion's coming at you are you holding and defending the line no chance man i think zion's <laughs> ripping a couple of your limbs off too and i think that might be what he does to the nba yeah imagine when he starts like fine-tuning his game too like not only just physically but he starts like finding his jump shot and he starts finding his game he's gonna be oh it's so true with man you know what i want to see though in this and i don't know have we ever seen a picture of him with his shirt off <laughs> what's he hiding under there What's he hiding? He's 285. He's a big body. <laughs> he has to be Big body. I, he's, oh. he's, I, I want to see him with his shirt off. Maybe he's an absolute... Like I, Either or. He's flying through the air yeah. doing stuff that would have got him 2,000. Oh, I don't yeah, even we, know. That's uh, just ridiculous. He's just, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. What am I trying to say? What's the, what's the mo- Will Fair? I don't even Anyways, we're done talking about this one. We're about to hit the, we'll hit the timer there. And probably a good thing because I should not be talking about <laughs> basketball ever. There it is. Okay, well, next one. What do we got? So next, okay. best breakfast spot in North Bay. Go. Wow, yeah, that's a that's a good one. Lots of good options. You know, if you want to go quick, convenient, you know, you can always say Tim Hortons. But uh, being in North Bay, obviously been to probably every breakfast option in town almost, with yeah. the assumption of a couple, but. I would have to say Burger World. I'm a loyal Burger World yeah, follower. Same, same I love Sills and I love Ivan's too. Yeah. I love, I, see, Ivan's in my eyes is not just a breakfast place, nor are any of them, but I don't know. I'm a big Burger World fan. A lot yeah. of the boys, we you like to go. go wrong, right? You can't go wrong. Exactly. It's also hilarious too. You go there, you see half the people, like, yeah. you know, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a good time. From the night before. Just yeah, a good, yeah, awesome, it's, yeah, so it's always fun. And I don't know. We, I mean, the boys, we always had 7 a.m. practices for hockey, so a lot of us would always go. About 10, 15 guys would usually go yeah. after that. So it's always been a good spot. The owners are great to us, oh, all of us at, all of us here up at Athletics. So. Yeah. 
not that the, not that Sills and Ivan's aren't, but I don't know. I'm just a little biased to them because I've obviously been there a little bit more. But Sills and Ivan's can't go wrong either. That's yeah. a tough one. That's a toss up. Probably yeah. It's probably the most debated one in North Bay. But yeah. like the first one I ever went to was Ivan's and loved it. And it was like I was an Ivan's guy. And then you know I tested the waters at Burger World, and it's so tough to go back after you go to Burger World. Like you said, it's just the environment too, right? You get all the students in. Oh, Everybody's a little miserable, but also kind of loving it. So um, no, it's definitely fun, and we're lucky to have all these these like nice breakfast spots that are like family owned too unreal like commercial right so one thing about Ivan's too you've heard of Screamer no when you mix soft serve ice cream with a slushie oh I've heard of these I've never had you can get them, them at yeah. Ivan's and like uh, they're they're not too many places and they're, they're, they're I think they're a thing in some places in Canada right. and they're not in others yeah, yeah. and uh, they're, not, they're hard to come by so if you've never had a Screamer yeah. get down there and try <laughs> one and then um, yeah honestly you can't go wrong with any yeah, three exactly. of those places so I don't know I, I'm gonna have to I'll put Burger World at the top of the list just cause I'm a little biased there yeah. but I honestly I think it's a it's a two-way tie after there Ivan's and Sills it just kind of depends what you're looking for absolutely yeah Ivan's may be a little bit of a quicker option Sills if you want to sit down so that's about the only real difference I can say in terms of what I need you know what I'm looking for oh, oh there's, there's the bang baby the time. all right moving on last right. one for today so Flying through these. this oh, one is a, this one's a big one I don't know where you're gonna lean with that uh but St. Patty's versus homecoming what's your favorite weekend Timers on now. Well, honestly, if that's an app, well, if you're talking about favorite weekend, yeah, maybe in 10 years it might not be as fun. But while I'm at Nipsing University, Homecoming is absolutely the the, the funnest one of those two for sure. I think it's uh, the best weekend of the year and uh, one that I'm always for sure looking forward to. And it's a, it's a great it's a great way to kick off the year, in my opinion. Honestly, yeah, that's yeah. true. It's tough for some of the soccer guys or some the teams that are in season for Homecoming. Absolutely, we have been lucky sometimes where we only play the day of and we kind of have the next day to yeah to relax a little bit. So get to some a bit more extracurricular activities but um, studying yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah no for sure you know get some some good hit uh, the books you know whatnot absolutely yeah, exactly. yeah that's what you want to do <laughs> no uh, but you know st patty's has been huge we had tradition start to obviously it's kind of like our homecoming uh but if i if i had a choice and i wasn't in season for both probably homecoming just like the feel of everybody being you know being together and having a good time and special so yeah i'll go i'll go uh, as a retired athlete homecoming but in season, I'll go St. Patty's. That's true. I guess for sure. I guess I never really thought about it that way. But like, hockey, we've usually been lucky that we play the night of and we don't have to play the next day. Yeah, so you, know, you get to go out and enjoy whatever's going on that night you of. Get a good crowd there too. Yeah, get a good crowd. And then I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on. I'm interested to see because next year we have that uh, curling tournament going on right Do we, we actually? I, there's a big curling event at oh, the wow. garden. So I don't know what'll happen. If, I don't know if it's during homecoming or not. But yeah. I have to keep you a little bit more updated on that. But honestly, though, homecoming is so, so sick. It's, yeah. been, it's been fun forever. And, uh, I don't know. This year was fun. We were lucky to win a shootout, and I was I was lucky to see some other games and stuff. So it's just fun that we're all playing, and yeah, there's a lot of yeah, games exactly. going on. It's just exciting, and it seems that a lot, you know a lot of uh, teams get a lot of alumni, a lot of students That's do true. come back, That's and true. and um, yeah, just it's always a good time to see uh, you know events get they get thrown on. It's a, it's a fun time of year, and I think uh, something that people don't realize how much how much time and effort gets put into putting some of those events on. 100%, 100%. So 100%. we're always having a good time doing it. Not throwing anything away from St. Patty's Day, but St. Patty's Day better. <laughs> be a big day every year so I, I just saying I've, I'm taking home coming over St. Patty's Day I'm taking home coming absolutely bingo and there you go oh that my God. is our first ever debate I don't know what you want to call this <laughs> is there a new segment we're going to try it out and yeah. we'll think about a name for it maybe or if you have any just uh, rapid fire there you go <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, I had fun. Hopefully, we can do that a couple more times because it's always nice, especially when you get some of the North Bay uh, stuff around. Not just there's topics to be debated, no doubt, salty, you and you're not wrong there for Bingo. sure. Yeah. So I don't know. What, are we gonna throw it over to the big man himself? I think we should. We we were extremely lucky to be able to lock down this interview, and uh, we actually were able to do it in his beautiful office. If I might add. And, yeah. Time. 
Absolutely, yeah. We had a good time up there with him, and uh, we are really happy to share this with you all. So without further ado, folks, we're going to just throw it over to the interview with our president, Mike DeGagne. Happy to finally get an interview with President Mike DeGagne of the University of the first time for us at the Lake Show. And like I said, we're trying to get a little more involvement than just talking about some sports here. So really happy to be sitting here in his office speaking with him and uh, just like to pass it over to him, tell him, introduce him and uh, maybe put a little voice to the face of our uh, university here. So uh, Mike, welcome and thanks again for doing this. We're really happy to have you. Thanks very much. Uh, I'm happy to do it and happy to see you guys. Um, yeah, so uh, we were talking before, uh, you you know, this is my seventh year and uh, here at the university and lots changed Absolutely. and uh, Nipissing University in sports and so uh, it's uh, it's good to talk about it absolutely no and like I said once again want to reiterate how, how much we appreciate getting a little bit of your time we're sure you are really busy so again just like you said seven years like if you want to kind of maybe like take a step back and like you know seven years that is quite a bit of time and as I'm sure you can say like a lot has changed in those seven years you know you have the development of a school getting multiple more athletic programs and whatnot and you know getting bigger as a student body like so what have you really seen change and and just tell us a little bit about like you know what your thoughts on Nipissing University like where it is and maybe where it's going in the, in the future and you know what you see yeah well when I uh, stepped in a couple years ago I, I, I was talking to, to Vito and um, our athletic director and of course he had stories to tell because he's seen the whole evolution of the program for 25 odd years mm -hmm. yeah and so he said that uh, when he, when we first started um, as a chartered university 20 26 years ago now we had uh, a, a modest number of um, of athletic programs I think some of you recall that even on the volleyball level we competed in the college league yeah, yeah. and did very well yeah uh, but at uh, as Vito tells it back in the day when we first had our athletic banquet we had he had it in a small back room the Chinese restaurant downtown here in North Bay right <laughs> no so that we could we could sort of cram in, uh, how, uh, you know, uh, a couple dozen people. And uh, last night, I think we had something in the order of uh, probably 300 people in the room. So yeah. it shows us some remarkable, remarkable growth. Um, when I got here, we had just introduced uh, women's uh, hockey. So it just started. In fact, I think it was one of the very first things mm -hmm. that I did was to drop the puck at the, at a, at the first <laughs> women's hockey game. Nice. And then... Um, um, shortly thereafter, we approved basketball, so men's women's basketball. And, you know, these things are hard to get off the ground. Yeah. You know, other universities have been really competitive for a long time. And then, so you, now you've got to recruit people to a place where they, they might not be totally familiar with, with the sport here. Yeah. Um, we also approved, uh, for example, uh, lacrosse right. and some of the other club teams. Yeah. So uh, there was a bit of an explosion in, you know, how much interest there is on, in varsity sports on campus and how much we're, we're actually doing. Yeah, so what would be the process if, uh, let's say, you're we decide to take on a new project as a basketball program or lacrosse, what would be like the first couple steps and what's your involvement regards to that? Well, you, you've got to imp uh, impress on the uh, OUA that you're um, you're ready to, to, you know, that you're serious about a sport yeah. and that you're ready to, to move forward. So with us, we had, for example, with women's and men's basketball, we had that pending for a long time. And so it was just a question of saying, look, you're ready, you're ready to commit to this, sign this contract, and away we go. With lacrosse as a club team, it was a little different because we had to play for a couple of years on in the sort of exhibition okay. level, yeah. uh, show that we're, we're going to have consistent presence uh, on the lacrosse 
lacrosse schedule, yep. and then move into uh, then we moved on to uh, to be a regular team and oh, nice. you know and uh, qualified. We've qualified for the uh, playoffs a couple times too, yeah. so that's good. I, I was going to say too, like and when you said how like the women's volleyball team was only playing, you know, they were playing collegiate till just a few years ago. Just to go back into that, like when they make that switch, like I was looking just the other day, we were saying there's only about there's only like 13 volleyball programs in the OUA, and like you think about how many schools are out there. So yeah. just the fact that we have the programs we do have is quite incredible you know I'm not we're not a huge university yeah. or I think we're very fortunate and like the facilities we do have access to are incredible yeah and then I don't, sure. was the was the how old's the library now because the library I'm on my yeah. fourth year yeah so it was here before I got here obviously but it was, yeah. is it like five years six years old now mm, probably seven or eight so it's that still before, very new that's yeah. what I mean like yeah. we're just like yeah. just incredible I just seen and then the student you have the student center coming in that's like right. I think for yeah. a small university like, I'm not trying to be biased because I am a student yeah. bump up my own school's tires but it's quite impressive and yeah, the resources you know, are here and the top quality right like, it's really sure impressive, yeah. impressive yeah yeah and then like Absolutely. i don't know and then you, you bring in a basketball program like you said that happened during your time here and they step right into arguably the best conference in the country yeah so like that you know right away you know you're bringing in like the best basketball you can watch in canada essentially yeah on par four yeah. if you know you're not talking yeah. about the nba yeah. so like i don't know there's lots and I, I think that me and salty have been having conversations that we're very happy with where the school is at but we still want to like try and push that growth because we are so thankful to have these programs yeah. and it's really impressive in the school you know we spend a lot of money to have a great athletic program it's not cheap and I just want to say from an athlete standpoint you know, we're very thankful and yeah, you know absolutely. I think we, we definitely you know we just want to keep taking that push and just you know I'd love to see all programs winning on every game and you know unfortunately that's there's a lot of growth coming here with that but once again I just like yeah. as an athlete saying thank you to the president and yeah. everyone involved you know we are mm -hmm. very thankful and like I said last night you know you test 300 athletes plus and they're like you know it's 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 crazy the growth that you said you know it's happened in a short time and and we're definitely thankful but you know just to pick up on, on that point um you know when you look at volleyball for example mm -hmm. we were really competitive mm -hmm. uh you know yeah. and have been for a long time yeah. um the, i believe it was a men's team that won the national championship mm -hmm. in the college the yeah. college level and yeah. and women were quite competitive as well sure. and now of course uh jumped to the university level a bunch of years ago before i got here and 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 still competitive mm -hmm. and we have a good uh, good teams that we have on the floor mm -hmm. you know Absolutely. that's really important so yeah. what's what's really important is that in the community somebody can come up to the university and they can watch top level basketball oh, top yeah. level basketball Absolutely. top level volleyball mm -hmm. uh, you know down at the arena we're watching you know some of the best hockey around uh, a product that I think is is uh, you know um, uh, you know bigger stronger faster athletes than the OHL so I think that, that we're really competitive and we've been competitive quickly and I think that's a testament to to, to, to how we support athletes on campus 100% yeah. that's a big yeah. part about yeah. saying the quick, quickly as well right like a lot of these programs are very young too and like just like university considered some others who are very young university but we're moving and we're growing in such a fast pace and a couple of things we talked about too is that you feel like you're part of the history right that's one of the yeah. cool things you talk to the students you're like yeah we did it was one of our first playoff games or we hope the women's mm -hmm. soccer team was the first playoff game on our brand new turf you know those are special moments yeah. when you come back in time you think about it, you were part of it it was awesome so that's always great to feel like you're part of something special and the Lakers family is part of it too so um, but going back a bit on yourself when you were growing up and, and stuff were you uh, into sports a lot or did you play and stuff like that too yeah I played I played um, hockey nice. growing up you know from yeah. four years old and all that stuff uh, but um, it, it's interesting to watch how much we support athletes now yeah I mean I'm not ancient but I <laughs> the first time I ever 
played hockey indoors was at 14 years old you know so it was all outdoor right I mean in the true northern Ontario spirit of things Um, and rugby and uh, but uh, what I've spent a lot of time in in my life doing is watching uh, two sons and and their teams play lacrosse and so uh, as a lacrosse parent I've stood on the sidelines uh, all summer long for 20 years so it's it's been intense (laughs) very very intense intense sport too right the game itself is very yeah. intense and um, and your son also played here correct he played yeah here I played here played in the states right on. and so you see like like the different levels right I yeah. mean it's you know you see the minor system and then you see when people start to engage in sort of rep stuff yeah and then there's this real pressure in high school to play at an elite level yeah. and because colleges are out there universities are out yeah. there that give you a chance to be recruited to and that whole thing right the yeah. whole thing of being recruited to a US college which is very very different than a Canadian school Absolutely. right and, yeah. um, and so I'm really thankful now that I see both the U.S. side and the Canadian side yeah. how how thankful I am that the Canadian system is very supportive of the athlete yeah, and the students, 100%. right? There's, yeah. there's a tremendous support. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been glad to watch all that. For sure, yeah. Um, and myself, too, kind of going through the recruiting process on the American side and having a lot of friends go there. And you see a lot more students go from coming back from the American side. Not saying that there's issues yeah. or anything like that, but you'll see the transition come from NCAA back to the OUA instead of the other way around. Very rarely you see athletes leave the OUA and, and go towards the NCAA. Yeah. So it, that kind of speaks a lot from what uh, the OUA does and the coaches do for their for their students. Are you yeah. able to go from the OUA to the NCAA? You would, but I think you would need to take a year off. Yeah, first, okay, like that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It doesn't happen, like, ever in hockey. Exactly, right, yeah. So I don't yeah. know. Because, well, I, the, the hockey, you know, you're a bit older, but that's what I, yeah. I always wondered that. And and this is also, this is, I'm changing the topic here, but this is a question I don't know why I want to ask, but it's something I think to bring up. And obviously, like, Nipsing being a smaller school, um, you know, you recruit a lot of local students, and I'm not talking about athletes here I'm talking about in general like how much of an emphasis like as a university like are you always trying to attract students to register or is it one of those things where they kind of come to the and they find the school or like how big of a how big of a thing is that of like a, as an organization of Nipsey like trying to recruit students is that obviously like this could be a stupid question saying is there much emphasis on it but like I'm just sure that's something that I don't think a lot of us think about and yeah. like that's obviously something that I'm sure is in your department a lot and just tell us a little bit about that like where we where that's at right now for Nipsey well recruitment is a <clears throat> there's really two types of schools in in Ontario right yeah. there's 21 universities and one of them is a military college so it's it's got its own sort of set of uh, set of challenges but you know some of them are um, schools that they if they need more students they just say okay we're going to accept one or two thousand more students and they've got people down the down the block waiting yeah. to get in right. and then you have other st- uh, more regional institutions right mm-hmm. so the northern universities right. and, you know Brock and some of those other ones yeah. that are uh, always trying to recruit students and mm-hmm. so what we what this um, makes us do is we have to we have to tell a story about who we are mm-hmm. nice. you know tell yeah. a story about what Nipissing is and yeah. what you, because you've got so many university uh, aged students that live in 416905 especially 905 mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. their families are really interested in them coming to university yeah. like that's there's no question you're yeah. going to university <laughs> and that's all there is to it mm-hmm. right. but they also want them home at night for dinner 
Right. And so yeah. that's the difficulty is to say, you know, we want you to go to university, but we want you to go close. Right. So York, U of T, Ryerson are busting at the seams. Yeah. And so we have to step in and say, you know, we're not that far away for starters, True. but it's a unique experience to be away yeah. from school, right? So you've got, we've got about 3,500 students on campus. We have a thousand beds in our residences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the most residence intensive university in Ontario. Mm-hmm. That wow. is crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that. Right? So, yeah, that's so you've got, so we're creating a sense, a community here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say, well, why would you emphasize sports then, you know, when we get the opportunity to? Yeah. Well, because sports is a big part of the mm-hmm. community. Yeah. You know, nobody comes here. Very, very few people come here and say, you know, I, I was recruited as a student, but hey, I, I think I'll play a little hockey. I think I'll join the hockey team. Yeah. It does not work like yeah. that, right? Like yeah. the people who play hockey for us or basketball or volleyball or whatever yeah. are recruited to do so yeah. because of their talent, right? Sure. You don't just wander in off yeah. the street and start playing volleyball here. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we have that sort of two tiers of recruitment. One is the student body generally, yeah. and then one specifically for varsity and, and, mm-hmm. and you know club athletes. And um, I think the varsity aspects of, of sport and then the club aspects of the sport really contributes to the overall mm-hmm. opportunities we yeah. have to recruit students generally. Absolutely. 100%. Well, then obviously, like, going back into saying then you get obviously world-class facilities that's yeah. obviously going to make people want to come to the gym and whatnot. And then I just think one thing that I, I find, like, people obviously, like, you know, you, you compare yourself to a bigger institution, but, like, that's not what Nipsing is. And Nipsing exactly, is yeah. its own thing. And yeah. I think, I think I, I will definitely say I'm very thankful that I had left home. That, like, you know, a lot of my friends, me being from Calgary I couldn't tell you how many of my friends just stayed and went to the University of Calgary and just you know lived with their parents and there's nothing wrong with that and yeah. there's a lot of people here that do that, that live. but I was very thankful to you know get out and I moved to North Bay I knew one person when I moved here and now yeah. I feel like I've essentially built a life and a relationship with a lot of people I have for the rest of my life and what I'm saying essentially is you have like a small it's like an experience like university is an experience we yeah. all go to school to learn yeah. get our get our education and then you know hopefully get a great job but it's also an experience and I think that's something that Nipsing should like is really should sell is like it's just such a it is such an experience coming here like you know there's no other there's no other place where you could walk down the hall and like see like the same kids you know and like you know mm-hmm. you know you know your professor you can yeah. go up and shake his hand he knows yeah. you he cares about you you know you're not just a, you know a statistic really you're not just a face in the hall you know you feel like yeah. you know people and and that's what I've really loved about Nipsing and it's like it's just like it's more of a, it has this community feel to it that I feel like is very unique that other schools there's no way other schools have it. I completely agree. Yeah, and same for me. Moving away was probably the toughest thing I've ever done. But at the same time, it was one of the like I'm so happy I did it. Right? I'm so grateful to have done it because it was yeah. such an amazing experience. And I'm not sure I wouldn't have, would have been able to do it at other universities the same way, yeah. right? Like I, I really felt home when I, at home when I got here. And mm-hmm. when I went to different recruiting uh, university, you know, recruiting trips and stuff, I would go some places. My parents would ask us, "How would you think? Did you like it?" Well, I was like, "Yeah, it was good. It was good." And you know, and then when I landed here for some reason, I was like, "Yeah, I think I'm coming here." And it wasn't any like ifs or buts. Just the feeling. There was a mm-hmm. there's a vibe here. You feel comfortable. You feel safe. You feel like you can really, you know, explore some different things. So it's awesome. But um, and just one more thing: when you said how unique Nipsing is, right? Like mm-hmm. just a story I had. I, I got to work with um, Dr. Phillips, Dr. Casey yeah. Phillips, yeah, last yeah. year. And um, one of the big things we were working on was the 25th anniversary. And for the 25th anniversary, we were working on a couple of different things. And a little project I had was the uh, the book that people would sign when they came into yeah. the to the gym. So my job was to go and find one and try and get the Nipsing logo on. It. And I was looking at different spots. And for some reason, I found this little book that it had like a wooden uh, top on it. And it was, it, I don't know if you saw it. You must have signed yeah, it, right? Yeah, I signed it, yeah. And instead of, uh, it wasn't like the classic leather side uh, leather book or something like that. But for some reason, it just felt like it was Nipsing because it was different. And Nip- 
saying it's its own mm-hmm. thing. Like we're not trying to compete with different universities because that's not us. And I think that's what I love about Nipissing, right? Like we're not yeah. chasing after something. We're doing what we th- what mm-hmm. we do well, and we keep working on that. And I think that's yeah. what I love about university. It's, it's mm-hmm. our school, and we're not trying to uh, duplicate something. We're that's being right. ourselves, and that's something yeah. that reflects to our students too. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, when I look back at you know you know it, 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 when you think about going into the future, so I look back and when I went into university 40, yeah. 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. So when I went in, so you look at the fact that there was no internet, there's right. no, you know, none of, none of these things, right? And yeah. so everything was done through no cellular phones, none yeah. of that, right? Mm-hmm. So you go into the university, and at the time, uh, I went to Scarborough College, University of Toronto. Yeah. And there was this move on to make sure that Scarborough College was ready for the future. So what they decided what they are going to do is, is that they would pr- uh, produce a, a university that didn't have professors. Cool. So what you would do is, is you would go into classes and there were huge TVs mounted on the ceiling <laughs> and you would sit like they and if you go to Scarborough College today they're probably still there but yeah. they were mounted <laughs> on the ceiling and then every they had professors downtown in Toronto and yeah. they would broadcast wow. to those televisions in Scarborough really? okay and so <laughs> that was this because they figured this is the way of the future right yeah. it's all through television and broadcast <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but the problem was is that a lot of people didn't want that yeah. They, yeah. like so the students it, this thing was set up for this broadcast but the students didn't attend they wanted a real live professor yeah. and a real live TA for sure so if you think about the next 40 years yeah. okay so if if in the last 40 years we've had all of this technological innovation mm-hmm. the university has to change yeah. so what are we going to see in 40 years what if in 40 years students don't even want to come to universities anymore they don't want to come to a place right right they just want to sit home and do it through uh, through through the internet or some yeah, other yeah. Ma- means that's you know crystal clear and right. something you can do right away yeah and you never have to leave home well then what does that mean for universities well what it means is it puts pressure on us to say we better create a community here yeah we better create something unique at every yeah. university something where yeah. when you come to Nipissing it's a unique experience to say yeah. you know what I could take this at home in my pajamas yeah but I'm not going to I'm gonna go to the campus because yeah. there's 4,000 3,500 like-minded people there yeah. and we're gonna create this community and we're gonna create you know a, a sport culture we're gonna create an academic culture we're gonna create this incredible social environment yeah. and that's where I'm gonna learn yeah. so unless we keep providing that at a really top level yeah well you have to ask yourself if, if you guys are you know if, if people 40 years from now are gonna to come to this the campus we better provide a reason for them to do so for sure that's important I think too like just speaking of that like the future is too like you look now we have online classes you know you're taking classes you're not even going into school so I'm not saying that that will be the future that everyone takes because I in my own experience I definitely get a lot more out of taking a course in class than I do doing it online obviously I apply myself a lot better but you know that's something that you know it's crazy the 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 capabilities you have like you can essentially just continue your education no matter what you're doing you do as quick as or slow as you want and you know take your time with it but how 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 big has that been like obviously that th- this is something that's growing it's just getting started online classes really yeah. like how many like d- nipsey must have tons of students that technically don't even go here they must have yeah because yeah. i notice in my online classes just like i don't know i see all these names and then i'm not that i know everyone at school but yeah. you know a lot of names i've never i've never come across so yeah. i'm assuming they're on i got a lot of online mm-hmm. students so is there a is there a big online following for Nipsing yeah. so far yeah there is there's quite a especially in certain disciplines where we that's what we do yeah. right we offer this sort of 
all online BCOM and all online Masters of Ed, uh, all the upgrading from mm-hmm. for, for nursing to to become you know the professional nursing qualifications yeah. are online, and so you've got colleges and universities that are affiliated with us around the province where people you know come from and cool. and, and study. I mean, you've got people on campus who mm-hmm. take online courses. Yeah, yeah, right. So you, they oh, say, yeah. well, well, why don't you just go up the hill? And, I know. You yeah. know <laughs> Catch the bus and go to class. Well, I don't want that, or it's not the right time. You know, I want a little more flexibility. So that's it. Gives them Mm -hmm. gives them that flexibility. So we've got to we've got to you know uh, be flexible all the time. But uh, I think the most important part is is that um, when you look at um, the library. So we're walking home last night from the athletic banquet. I'm walking down here, and the library's packed. Right. Well, it's that time of year. But why do people go? Like they don't really need the resources in the library. Right. Not at all, really. I mean, everything. <laughs> yeah. You know, there was a time a thousand years ago when the university was a place where they kept books, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. now it's all online. Yeah. You need the library to help you access resources. Mm-hmm. But once you have access to those resources through mm-hmm. your phone or through your computer, then you're good to go. Right? Yeah. You don't have to go there. But no. the interesting thing is, as you walk by there, it's packed. It's yeah. packed. Yeah. And people people love <laughs> to study together. Yeah. There's something about odd about that because most people study quietly or silently yeah. but they need that community of learners so so that's we got to be mindful of these things yeah. you got to we have to sit and observe and really sort of yeah. take this in and say you know what, what what are people what do people really want when they come to university yeah. they still want the experience like I did 40 years ago and, yeah. and that's the same thing you guys want today mm-hmm. for sure yeah, yeah. So, talking about that community sense uh, on campus stuff too so what will be the next step what's the uh, Newton Ipsing's kind of looking to to keep growing that community is there anything kind of coming up I know I've seen the student center as well but yeah um, what's what's kind of the plan to keep growing the community that way well I think one of the things that we've got to do is we've got to focus on you know we've got uh, the, the library that's come up in the last 10 years we've got the the athletic centers come up in the last 10 years yeah. two years from now we'll have that new student center yeah, yeah. we put a field in you yeah, know to right. sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. professionalize uh, yeah. uh, you know and, and to support the athletes on campus and this sort of thing so the buildings are coming in but what I think is really interesting is that we go to Toronto or other places other small town Ontario where yeah. we get our students and we say come to Nipissing here's a picture of the place and, and they say wow this is amazing you know yeah and north and nature and all that stuff and then they come up and they sit in classes that are almost exactly the same mm-hmm, as U right. of T or yeah, University yeah. of Calgary or wherever you yeah. happen to go right and you think mm-hmm. well what did I come up here for I, there's not even a window in this thing you know I can't you know I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in class and it's like a class like any other yeah. so we want to take uh, I think just little steps into outdoor classrooms right. so the idea of, of cool. sort yeah, of, really uh, of um, we're going to build one uh, sort of uh, experimentally here uh, near the pond uh-huh. and the idea that would have uh, it would be not fully enclosed so you'd be open on either end you'd probably yeah. have some sort of fire feature in there to keep you warm oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. Right? Yeah. and then you have 30 40 students <laughs> at a yeah. time and not too big just yeah. so that the, the, the instructor can project their voice yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in a small enough place wow, that's cool. and then you have you're you're outside yeah. you're connected to nature nice. and that way you yeah. can say you know this is a feature of what Nipissing's 
about. So I think we've got to start to open the doors a bit and bring bring what what makes us unique inside. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's better. That would actually be unreal. And yeah. I've never heard of something like that. And <laughs> i got to imagine either. that's got to be somewhat of the first of its kind, if not the first of yeah. its kind. So yeah. that's really cool. I think that would obviously be unreal. And I agree with what you. I mean, like we have to, you have to like sh- showcase that northern element that exactly. Nipsing obviously yeah. brings. And you got to like, I don't know, you take advantage of what we have here. And, you know, yeah. we have an unbelievable area that we are happy. To, I'm very happy to go to school here. Yeah. I think yeah. Nipsing, you know, exactly taking that like pond area back there, yeah. like where their school is essentially right in like our campus has like unbelievable hiking yeah. trails off at Duchenne yeah. Falls right behind yeah. it backing on so I think that the outdoor classroom that'd be incredible Sweet. that'd be yeah. really cool yeah. like I, I would yeah. I would definitely, I think, yeah. definitely get you more engaged yeah. I think that's really cool I know as a student I like hearing that our, our yeah. school is doing cool stuff like that so that's yeah. really sweet yeah. yeah one of the the big questions that you get asked you know as a university student when you're third fourth year is you know what you want to do next what's that next step and stuff for yourself so when you went to uh, U of T um, and you're you had your bachelor of science correct yeah um, what, what were you thinking at that time kind of what was the the mindset were you thinking this was your goal or how did it all come up like just kind of from your background I, I personally think that that today's students yeah. are a lot more goal oriented and have done a lot more uh, spent more time planning things out than than 40 years ago I right. mean I walked out of the university uh, as an undergraduate with uh, at my last exam and I still remember it walking out the last exam and say and thinking then okay now what yeah you know, like yeah, yeah. and so if you're that kind of a student who, yeah. who's graduating fourth year fifth year whatever and walking out going oh man I, I don't have a plan in place that everybody else has one uh no they don't no they don't but i think we have um, the added advantage here of sort of a, a preparing people for work in a way that might be unique mm-hmm. you know uh, we help people and 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 trying to help build that basic set of skills the writing the research the the speaking the mm-hmm. you know um all those things that you need to to fit into the business world or to create your own business yeah right so mm-hmm. no i think uh, years ago when i came out i had no idea mm-hmm. i can't can say though that um, it seems to me with me with others that I've talked to of sort of of my era that what you did in the summer has a lot more to do with your first or second or third job than what you study in school. I, right. I agree. Yeah, that makes sure. You know, yeah. so it, so choose wisely what yeah. you do in the summer. Don't throw that away, right? Mm-hmm. If you've got a chance to work for almost nothing but work for a company that's kind of interesting, yeah. you might find that they'll hire you back, right? Yeah, and sure. and you you develop those connections to industry in a in a in a in a good way. Yeah. So I think it has a lot to do with what you do in the summer while you're a student, mm-hmm. but also. Um, uh, you know where the market takes you as yeah. long as you've got a good basic skill set uh, take some chances don't worry about the money for for, <laughs> for now and uh, you know uh, it'll take care of itself yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that is one thing too I, a lot of people put too much of an emphasis like we all want to make money and stuff but mm-hmm. I think some people are maybe passing up opportunities where they could get some really added experience that would definitely pay off in the pat in, in the future more so I think making a few extra bucks because you know you want yeah. a different job so like, like I said it is that's so true like it is really matter what you do in the summer so make sure you know you're applying yourself as a student trying to you know yeah. promote yeah. yourself the best you can like I agree with that 100% that's like the best way I think you could do it yeah it's not as much of, you got it's about applying what you learn in school like we learn all we you know we can learn all we want but like unless you don't do anything with it and you know, yeah. but what's the point of coming to school so yeah I think I like what you just said there I really agree yeah, with that awesome. that was awesome yeah, yeah. Um, not to put you on the spot but do you have any uh, funny stories me or anything that's kind of happened in the sports uh, Lakers sports world do you want to share or any 
the things you want to remember if you don't have any Sonic oh Adventures. well no I, I uh, there's a lot to it because because yeah. <laughs> uh, more than anything I'm a fan right, right. so yeah, yeah. you sitting in the stands and watching basketball or, or, mm-hmm. or watching volleyball or uh, hockey and uh, and I think I have a particular uh, strong uh, um, you know sort of connection with women's hockey because yeah. as I was saying it was one of the very first things that I right. did when I got yeah, yeah. here was I think the second or third day I was dropping the puck and thinking well, this is great yeah. you know we have this thriving um, women's hockey program right out of the gate yeah. and so uh, one of the really interesting um, uh, th- I think stories that I uh, that I was part of was uh, going down to see um, uh, our, our uh, one of our final uh, well as it turned out our final uh, game and uh, of a season with women's hockey in London yeah so we were down there in the playoffs and um, is it the final game you're talking yeah, about yeah it was the yeah, final yeah. game so 0-0 zero, zero after three mm-hmm. and then uh, they played three almost three complete overtime so almost at one in, entirely oh, I remember additional this, game yeah, remember yeah, this yeah, game yeah, yeah. so yeah. so three 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 uh, three periods zero zero um, and so many chances it was unbelievable yeah. so so there was uh, first period nothing second overtime nothing third overtime they're going in and I'm watching it and so as often happens is that you have a the women's game and then the men's games follow right, right. and so you have uh, the women's the, the crowd for the women's game is sort of the first and second period and then in comes the people early for the men's game right. so the crowd starts to build and then yeah. the men's game right but this was two full back-to-back yeah. games right <laughs> yeah, so yeah. by the time we get to this third period yeah. of overtime oh, uh, you've got the women's crowd the men's crowd you got a full band they had a full <laughs> band in the I don't know where this band came from so there's guys <laughs> with you know horns and everything yeah, yeah. and they're in the and, and you, you, you you kind of take your eyes off the ice for a second and you look around and you go holy smokes this <laughs> yeah. place is just packed just yeah, jumping yeah. right so it's got uh, you know Western students and and uh, students of from uh, from Nipissing, and uh, I was really I, and you look down as the players are coming out for their sixth period. Holy moly! And yeah. you know what? They're so loose. Yeah. They're so loose. Yeah, I yeah. remember J- Jackie, our goalie, sort of just laughing and pushing people, and you yeah. know, it was everyone was really relaxed, right. and uh, we played uh, an amazing period, and it was just one of those chances went in, and, and we lost in the, yeah. in late in the sixth. But uh, <laughs> Late yeah, six. Yeah. yeah, tired just here. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. And and I remember talking to one of the players who had just come off, and she, and she said, "I said, so how was that? Like, yeah. you play, you know, defense. You're playing, I don't know, forty or fifty yeah. minutes of a of, of yeah. in six periods." And she said, uh, "She says I was coming up the ice at the very end, tears coming out my eyes. I couldn't feel my feet, and I'm still, you know, I could not even feel my feet, and my skates, oh my God. and still going. So, incredible dedication, but yeah. some amazing games. I watched some amazing." Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and to speak of that game, yeah. that was the program's third every year in like of, of ever. Yeah, that's right. And they were that's one right. game. If they had won that game, they would have went to nationals. So yeah, that would have been special. the third yeah. third year from a brand new, fresh starting program, and they're one game away from nationals. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think yeah, kudos to the women's hockey program, unbelievable. And you know, Coach yeah. Darren Turcott. You know, you look and you have a former yeah. NHL All Star coaching the yeah. team. Like yeah. it's like unbelievable yeah. program. Yeah. And shout out to him. He's the man, and he's he's running a great program. And shout out to women's hockey and yeah. all our programs. Really, but yeah. you know, just it's that's just incredible. I, I still can't believe that. And then the next year they went to the final of the league final. Yeah. So like, there's yeah. some great hockey, and then I you know, see you have a boatload of recruits coming in next yeah. year. So yeah. keep expecting it's big things from sure. that team for sure. 
there's a there's a lot of things that happen on campus too that um, that people you know are quietly doing you right. know like the rowing teams you yeah. know the rowing mm-hmm. teams come in and those yeah. gals are out there you know first thing in the morning yeah. and uh, might uh, be the most dedicated <laughs> campus <laughs> up and down yeah. you know um, we just put up we just put up the picture uh, this week of the ringette team yeah. ringette yeah. team that's uh, that nice. did well uh, and so you've got all these teams that are and oh yeah last night we saw the um, uh, men's uh, lacrosse team win yeah. the uh, coaching team of the year, yeah, right? Yeah. Awesome. For all of yeah. Canadian University field lacrosse. Wow. So, yeah, it's it, these are the teams that are sort of quietly, yeah. uh, you know, getting people together and, and doing great stuff and, yeah, uh, yeah. And, nice. and waving the flag for Nipissing University. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. the most important part for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah I think that's a great way to end it. Yeah, honestly, appreciate yeah. you coming on. That was Excellent. Awesome. Thanks, guys. So much yeah, fun. we really appreciate, appreciate that. it. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. That was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, Salty, glad to get that one in. That was real fun talking to uh, Mike. He was a real good guest, real good speaker, too. Had a little bit of a radio voice on him. I, I do agree with that. Uh, it was awesome. Like you said, awesome interview, awesome guy. I was so lucky to be able to be there. So thank you again, uh, Dr. Mike Degani. Yeah, thanks. Uh, pretty cool that the president would even want to come on to some sort of a, a show like this. So <laughs> yeah. we really, really thank him for that. And we hope you all enjoyed it and maybe uh, got to know him a little better if you didn't have the chance to already. So what we're trying to do here is just continue with that and just keep growing more content that that, uh, you know, is a little more relevant to students and, uh, you know, everyone involved. So that's, uh, I think that was a real good interview. And I think yeah. uh, it was something we were really happy to get done. And we were kind of in the works with that for a couple of weeks. So getting that one locked and secured and now uh, finally up and running is uh, definitely an accomplishment for the boys. Yeah, big shout out to Abby for actually hooking this up for us. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much, Abby. Unbelievable. Um, what are we thinking now, uh, Salty? What's going on here? We're looking at, uh, we're in the middle of the last week of classes. Yeah. And it's getting down to crunch time folks not sure what your exam schedule is looking like but uh open the books maybe start uh you know sharpening your pencil <laughs> maybe i don't know maybe at least flip through it dust the books off perhaps it's coming judgment day is here folks it's exam season <laughs> holy it's like it's like you need me to remind you every week it's absolutely ridiculous it's redundant really I don't know if that's the right word, but anyways, um, just joking. Time of year, don't be procrastinating because uh, it doesn't work. So just uh, you know, don't stress yourself out this time of year. Uh, put a little extra time into your studies, and uh, we're almost there, folks. A couple weeks away, and we'll all be laughing. So yeah, let's get her done. Keep and um, going. Absolutely. I don't know. Apart from that, I had a good time this episode. Really happy with our Instagram page. Get a little bit of feedback yeah. so we can talk about stuff that we know people want us to talk about. So that'll be cool. And we're definitely gonna listen to stuff that you guys say. So if if, if anyone. If anyone has anything to mention to us, shoot us something on Instagram yeah. page or any platform, and uh, we're definitely going to respond to it. And uh, yeah, so exactly. Yeah, be so part of the Lake Show, and uh, we're having a good time. So. Exactly. Always fun to know what you guys want us to talk about. Makes our life easier at the same time. Uh, but yeah, if you can keep sharing that Instagram page and our iTunes or SoundCloud or whatever it is, we truly appreciate it. Thanks again to our guest today, Mike Degani, and uh, I guess we'll see you guys next week. Absolutely, folks. So thanks again for tuning in to episode 15 of the Lake Show. Happy to be bringing it to you as always this is hopsy baby boy signing out alongside my man salty samard and uh yeah happy to bring it to you so this is the lake show folks what else do you want to know stay steamy